And now, and now, Capital 263. Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba. And I'm Tawanda Henry Beatty. And yeah, welcome to the best political podcast, uh, well, this side of the elections. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 we... We inch ever closer to the elections. I understand that there's a cleanup process. People are um, checking their registration. I don't know if anyone's had any problems, but, you know, uh, so far so good from what I've heard. And I hear people are still registering, so please go out and register to vote if you have not yet done so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, register to vote. Check your registration. Don't just rely on that text message. Um yeah, that's I think that's that's the message that needs to be reinforced. In fact we can't even register to vote anymore because we're recording today on the twenty ninth of May and apparently today was actually the last day to register to vote. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um so so much for that one. I hope you have registered to vote. You all gotta register. But don't worry. Shout out to the Tokoloshin Kaud Repark. What is this Tokolosh Kwan? And I and I know you all know about Twitter, but I didn't follow it properly. I don't know. It's a look look, this is the height of lunacy, you know, when you're approaching elections, uh everything <laughs> becomes like this. So Yo, a, Nanga and Maporofita are working overtime, right? Overtime. Now. Where's overtime. our bonus this year? <laughs> I'm pretty sure during the primary elections, um, that's when I mean that's when it started, just before the primaries. Just and I'm sure I know it started Papa before then to... because because obviously we know certain G forty people were going to those guys. So those Maporofita and man have been in business for a long time. In fact there's one well, there's one no, no, no. that must be oh. celebrating right now because of the return of a certain G forty leader. I took you a bonus. <laughs> Profita our savior is, is is celebrating. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah, savior had Zoka, and I believe I would like to believe that was his first port of call. Anything since we were evicted is very good advice. Ah, wow. But the interesting segue into it. Yeah, so today today we're going to go, you know, it's been a while since we've um, recorded. We're going to go through some of the things that have been happening. Uh, first and foremost, the good... I, we, uh, we should apologize. You know, we're like we're like bad partners. I don't even give excuses anymore. Ah, Ah, yes, but uh, apologies. Uh, we, we've had some technical difficulties. Actually, um, all of you who listen to this podcast, my computer died. So if you'd like to donate to its uh, rehabilitation so that we can get, you know, this podcast going again, feel free to do so. And I'm being serious, actually. So if if, if you are if you are willing to contribute to our fund. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
sha iwewe iko kesi no shanda kwese tinogadzisa iko kesha hirambe kushanda but you hit me up um but otherwise yeah so we were back um today we're going to be talking about savior we're going to be talking about um MDC primaries we're going to be talking about uh, um uh, deputy minister of finance Yes, Deputy Minister of Finance Mukupe. We're going to be talking about NPF and uh, their leaked, and I put air quotes, um, conversation. And um, what else is there? Yeah, I think that's that's about it, really. Yeah, that's about it. And then we'll sort of just, you know, give a, maybe a, a, a quick wrap up of, of some of the things that are, um, or make some, I don't know, some pedestrian predictions. Pedestrian, Pre- pedestrian predictions. As as this is this is the month of June, so it's one more month, and then the month where at least we should have an announcement for elections or elections taking place. So this next month is going to be quite busy. So we'll see what happens in the next month. Um, but yeah, Savior's back. Savior's back. Uh, back in the country, he flew back last week, um, and it was quite uneventful. Yeah, there was. Fair. There were three or four people who were protesting his return. Um, You know, jealousy went to go and receive him at the airport, but he was roundly snubbed, as the Herald would say. Sure, that was that that was rude, though. I am not jealous. Jealous, I'm not jealous. Ah, but Auntie Auntie Saviors allegedly part of NPF. Clearly not right now. This no, the the, the the big man in his first interview with uh, your your newspaper there has said that he's going to fight. No, it wasn't the newspaper. It was, um, wasn't it with... Um, was it with Ruben. ZBC? It was Ruben, yeah. Oh, okay. It was an awkward interview. I watched part of it, actually. Um, but yeah, he said he said he's going to farm. And say, ah, regarding both politics. Obviously, he made a deal. Yeah, he made a deal. Um, Obviously, he made a deal. What kind of deal? Chara- I have no idea. So Charamba was in the news today, and they were asking about you know prosecuting, um, you know, uh, prosecuting Savior. And obviously, you know, Savior's house was allegedly shot at by the cops, uh, by by the army during this, yeah. you know, and he was announced to be one of the criminals surrounding Mama the prison. Save us. So, <laughs> save us, Mama! Save us! Um, so apparently, yeah. So so you know, everyone expected myself included that when he'd get back you know he'd be arrested um you know the same treatment that the likes of chombo got um of which it's a wonder what's actually happening with the chombo case as well as um chombo's had his bail and, conditions uh, relaxed yeah yeah that 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 much i do know allow he's allowed to travel isn't it he got his passport back yeah um and and um anonzani hamandishe and apollo juicy apollo juicy indeed chipanga chipanga yes chipanga um, but you know what's happening? Yeah, that's an interesting one to look at. Um, you know, so obviously we expected the same treatment for for Tyson, but it didn't. It didn't happen. He came back. He was, you know, there were people at the airport. He he drove and he did an interview with with ZBC. Yeah. And he says, uh, "I'm I'm going to to, to lay low." Um, Timber, our our good uh, political political man, Timber over there was political tweeting man. <laughs> political man <laughs> was, was... 
was tweeting that Atemba should lay, uh, I mean, Tyson should lay low, he should come back, he shouldn't be involved in politics. And I think this is po- perhaps, you know, part of the deal that he made. And obviously, um, I'd like to believe that, you know, in the G40 cabal, he was one of the, one of the more, inf- one of the key figures in, in G40. And um, it seems that since he left, he's tried as hard as possible to come back. And finally, they've found uh, an amicable, quote-unquote, way for that to happen. I saw Professor was complaining about it on, on Twitter as well, you know, saying our ah, saviour was actually the one who coined the term new dispensation. And obviously, there's been a falling out there. Um, but I think, you know, he's back. He's going to, you know, kiss whichever feet he needs to suck up, uh, let this election go by. And then we'll see him on the ballot in 2023. He's going to, you know, Zanu doesn't, uh, Shripa, you, in, in Zan PF, there's room for return. Um, the likes of Webster Shamu, I think, used their last one, their last get out of jail free card. But if, if, if you told the line, there's space for you to come back. Always, always. And I think, it's sort of evident that you know the the um g40 itself was probably just a loose alliance as opposed to any real real ideological movement at least on Mm -hmm. the part of savior because this isn't the first time he's sort of broken ranks with these guys every in fact every chance he's had he's he's sort of broken ranks well, this is the thing, you know, and I'm, it, this is the thing in terms of what 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 these factions are and what it is that they uh, are trying to achieve. You know, it's it it is very uh, loose the formation of them, um, and it it was personal interests ahead of um, ideological or party or national interests. I mean, the G40 argument was, you know, this generational renewal one of, you know, the old guard must must give way to the new. But even in in the way it was done and executed was a it it wasn't in it wasn't done in a way that supported, you know, a a change or a um, when the old goes out they are still welcome and still a part of us. It was, we are getting rid of them completely, which then um, brings about tension. If they'd gone about it and said, well, listen, you guys, you you guys have been here since 1980. Um, It's now time for change. We're going to create, I don't know, an elders council, or we're going to have positions for you. We still need your guidance and your advice and your this and your that. This is within ZANPF, obviously. Then you can see that this is a transition from one um, group of within ZANU-PF to the next. But it wasn't that. It was, these guys are old. Let's get Let's rid, of, get all rid of, them. of them. Let's get rid of all of them. And it was an elimination, as in you are no longer allowed or wanted to be part of ZANU-PF. And you can't operate like that, which is why I think, you know, they, they had problems because it wasn't built on an idea of unity. It was a selfish agenda. Even if, and it was a selfish agenda disguised behind this generational renewal message right um i agree with you there but yeah anyway welcome home savior 
Um, yes, Savior's back. So Savior's back and Shamu's out. Shamu Agabatwa, Achiriga. <laughs> did we speak about that last last thing? I don't think we did. We I, I don't I don't remember. I honestly don't. But remember, the, but, the, but apparently Shamu was fired not for rigging but for taking money from NPF. Is that so? I didn't. I, I mean that's uh, unsubstantiated and highly. It, it's mean, a rumor fueled <laughs> thing. But should, apparently that's that's where the. The real beef is that he was overly chummy with the NPF people. I wouldn't put it past him, to be fair. I, I wouldn't put anything past Webster Shamu, to be fair. Because we doesn't all know reading like a, is forgivable. Doesn't he have like a five-year-old son? Ah, mate. Doesn't and the president have a five-year-old son? That, ah, I don't know. Does he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also called Emerson. <laughs> No, but I understand that that yeah, Webster, Webster, when he was thrown out after the whole, you know, Zichi Gamma Talk situation, fell under serious financial. Threat. No, no, you're confusing him with Didmas. No, Webster. Didmas is the one that had a four-year-old child, and you oh, were saying goodbye. Saying my child can't doesn't have money for diapers, <laughs> and everyone's that about is like, right. how was happening? No, but 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 I I'd, I'd, I'd have to check my sister again. But I believe Webster's in the same situation or in a similar situation. Yeah, shame, shame. But, but yeah, yeah he, you know he that, that that is that generation, and it's it shows, man. That generation is yeah. No, it's we can't we can't we can't have that generation. We actually can't. We we can't. Ah, <laughs> 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 ah we honestly can't. <laughs> But uh, you know the uh, thing is, a... <laughs> that generation is not really any worse than some of your new Zanukadres that are coming up there. The likes of the likes Terence. of Terrence, the likes scary of Terry, Terry Mukube, Terry 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 Terry, <laughs> Terry wow. the Tiger. <laughs> Actually, they, you know you're right. It's it's ah well. <laughs> When so, a bad spot. I don't know but because um so so Terence Mukupe, um Deputy Minister of Finance, has been involved in quite a bit of scandal uh over the past few weeks. Understatement. Uh, the, f- the the first the first one the first incident was him um allegedly beating up one of his uh officers at the Ministry of Finance because his allowance was he wasn't happy with the allowance that he got when he went on a trip to South Africa. That issue was never um, dealt with in a official. Commandment. There was no investigation. There was no investigation. He he alleges that oh it's it's election time and these are rumors that are being spread by because it was primary elections time and he says these are rumors that were being spread by you know opponent and it was a political thing. Um and then then what did he do? Then uh, he um. Or oh, then somewhere along the line, um, he was at uh, give, addressing a crowd, and he said that the army will oh, yes, let yes, Shamisa yes. win. Yes. Um, so to 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 to, paraphrase. to to quote him, yeah, to paraphrase, to quote him, uh, somewhat directly, he says uh, something along the lines of, um, "The army went in and it removed Mugabe, and now for it to give power to." This, and uh, well, he says, "Can you see it giving power to this small child?" Essentially, that was you know that a quote. But what he meant was obviously they're not going to 
you know give power to to to, to Chamisa if he he wins the election. And then the president, through his uh, minister of no, is he, the he's minister a minister of information. Yes, he's acting minister of information. Why is that role um, not been made substantial? That's no, it's what's his name's role because he's got a, he's got two ministries. Anonzaniu, S K Moyo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, S K Moyo is 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 also minister of. Oh, because he got the Minister of Information after um, Emerson had illegally appointed Chris Mutangwa as a minister. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So 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 Chris Mutangwa was appointed uh, Minister of Information, right? Yeah. And then, and then, um, yeah, he's Minister of Energy and Power Development. So he's acting Minister as well of, of information. Oh, because he, um, we're just waiting for so, elections so, so, for. So, yeah, so, so Mchango so was appointed and then obviously he couldn't take up the post. Then there was a vacancy in the ministry for a cup for a month or so. Yeah. And then SK was appointed acting minister and he's still energy and uh, power development minister. Um, so he released a statement and he said, you know, the president has come out and he said that free and fair elections, army's not going to get involved. Um, whoever wins is going to be to, to, to become president. Um, and your 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 boy um, Terence Mukupe doesn't say anything after that. He then goes on to radio. No, no. Before um, that, before he goes on to radio, the 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 online world was already up in arms at him to to the point that uh, our dear Petina, um, right? Uh, yeah, who, this, who, this, this. who is. Of, too often mentioned in this podcast for 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 an author <laughs> for, for 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 a non-political individual for non-political she's awfully comes up awful and <laughs> an, an, an unfortunate amount anyway um allegedly yeah, so, she so, so go ahead so yeah so petina uh, allegedly sends a dm to the real matigari on Twitter, who's who the is fake not the real Mat- who, is, who is the fake Matigari, not the real Matigari? <laughs> anyway, she got confused and sent the wrong message to 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 to, to the wrong Matigari, and uh, she says, um, "Mukupe." Essentially, ah, I'm gonna paraphrase again. She says, "You know, Mukupe is a is a is a problem. We need to get rid of him. We need to start an agenda, basically, to get rid of him." And that uh, set. Um, Matigari off. Matigari then leaks it and says, "Ah, Onai, Petina. You know she's going after after Mukupe." Um, and there was, you know, then Mukupe takes that as, you know, I think he posted on his, on on the, he posted that on his Facebook as well to show that you know there's an agenda against him, um, and some people want him out. Obviously they do because he's calamitous. Uh, yeah, then he goes on radio, she like, was right in what she was trying to do, but of course the question is why is she trying to in, in, insinuate herself into internals and OPF politics? <laughs> yeah, is it? it yeah, well, yeah, she's she she works for the government, doesn't she? Or she assists? Uh, that was the that was the one. I thought it was a one 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 off thing. Is she a one time gig? A one time gig? I don't know. I don't know if she's still on payroll. Ah, she said she wasn't getting paid. Yeah, so I mean, anyway. but obviously, no, no, no. But obviously, to be real, she she has vested interests. Uh, Petina's been part of this project since you know since December, 
we can say. And she she has a, a, a favorable outcome. She's not been shy to say she wants Mnangagwa um, uh, to win the election. She hasn't been shy. And obviously, there's something she's hoping for post that. Um, you know, a cabinet position or, you know, a position in, in, in the administration in, in some way or form. And I think Mukube just stands in the way of, you know, the plan that she has for herself. And it's it's quite clear to see. I mean, he's, 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 he's calamitous. He was involved in that fuel scandal last year um, where, you know, a, allegedly he had trucks that were coming in. And Not paying and shooting. And not paying duty for fuel, um, you know, they'd say that they were going to Zambia, but then they'd offload somewhere in Harare or, or along the route and then move on. Um, you know, that that Nyaya never, it just sort of died as well. And then all these things, and then he was on radio with um, with, with Tendai BT. And uh, what happened there? I, I didn't actually, well, I just saw the clips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was... Uh... Did you listen to the whole thing? I listened to the whole thing, and um, it was a disaster, man. The, the format is all wrong to have a, an honest debate. Was it, were, were they on Pakistani and KBG? Yeah, it seems so. Oh, God. Um, okay, that's, that's ridiculous. And I think the, 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 the mistake that... I think they came. They were two very different things, um, two very different goals. So, so just ex- just explain though to some some who might not. So, have, uh, um, Terence Mukupe was is obviously the deputy minister of finance at the moment, yeah. and during his interview on on Star FM on a Monday night, I think not this week but the week before, um, he made some claims about. Uh, Tendai Beatty's time in office and Tendai Beatty's time in the finance ministry, including saying, uh, you know, he left the country with about two hundred and fifty-seven dollars or whatever in the in in the bank, and then Star FM said, "Oh, look, we will give TB a right of reply, and you two can debate um, between the two of you on Thursday," and that's what this next interview was meant to be. Um, uh, these are garrulous individuals, so it quickly, obviously, degenerated into uh, a mess. Um, I'm obviously biased, but for once, it wasn't TB being the main aggressor or being the overly <laughs> unreasonable one. Um, and so it sort of ended up with, I think... As the interview wore on, there were lots of interjections um, from 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 Terry, from Scary Terry, and he was. Uh, I think the to quote the statement was, uh, "Don't invite me here to come and have drunken conversations uh, with people." Um, and then Terence Mukupe broadside uh, goes, "Oh, have you taken your air of his or whatever?" Oh, I, I, I don't remember the exact quote today. So from then on, it just sort of degenerated into a, into a shit show, for lack of a better word. But um, yeah. obviously, his comments um, and the stigma around them, those comments um, weren't taken very well uh, online. Um, because yeah, online and in the media. And in the media and just for any really sane, reasoning individual. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's unfortunate that 
this is where we are at and and obviously you know it 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 shows the level of immaturity can i call it in zimbabwean politics i don't think kvg and patsan was the right platform for such a debate to happen first and foremost but even though you'd expect that you know two individuals um you know a a deputy minister of finance and a former minister of finance would sit down and would have a conversation which people can zimbabweans can get the best benefit out of it you know you're talking about the economy these are two people who should be able to articulate their party's positions on the economy going forward that's the first that's that's so, just the first thing. so what happened in in the interview i don't know if you have a look at the whole clip early on in the interview yeah. it wasn't very um it wasn't very heated um yeah. i'm forgetting the exact moment but uh mukupe quoted a figure and uh tb said oh you're wrong and tb had brought with him receipts for lack of a better word but he had brought these reports and things like that yeah and so halfway through the interview or not even halfway in the early parts of the interview he hands him this document says look <laughs> you can't be lying to people here yeah um and i think that's when it sort of kicked off started to degenerate because it's uh like we have opinions and yeah when we discuss the Zimbabwean opinion, our level of discussion is at a certain is at a certain basic understanding. Um, pedestrian, guy. pedestrian. Uh, <laughs> we've at pedestrian in as far as we've moved out of the bar. We're no longer at bar talk levels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're now walking on the street. Um, so, you know, from my viewing of the interview, those are the same type of opinions. And same type of level of arguments that were being brought forward by Honorable Mukupe, um, in as far as with when presented, which is pathetic, when and presented with evidence, he, he he just didn't know the material. He didn't know. Well, this is the thing, and, and then he, it's, he's it's, going it's, on saying, "Oh, but you didn't pay debtors. You didn't you didn't pay people." They say, "Oh no, but <laughs> that's not how it works." And when they're now having a, a, a discussion about how to to the 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 administrative processes work and clearly you can see there's either a person has no respect or no actual understanding of those administrative purposes and and there's a, a telling moment and i think a lot of people don't really remember or realize um there's this thing that oh yeah you know you set up a slush fund for for Changirai for the in the prime minister's offices and the minister says, oh, but, you know, a minister doesn't do that. A minister doesn't actually give people money. That money doesn't come from a minister. They are in a properly functioning ministry. There are checks and balances to the fact that as a minister, you can't just go and say, mm-hmm. um, and that's what, you know, you saw TB sort of fell back on and said, but, you know, you can't do that. But obviously, if you are working and operating in a ministry where when you don't get your funds or you don't get your allowance, you can slap a, a staffer. You wouldn't even be aware or understand those checks and balances. Yeah, no, Mukupe, Mukupe, Mukupe is, a, is a, a liability as far as I'm concerned within ZANPF. I don't know, um, you know, what's, what's happening with him. I saw in the standard that he was uh, attacking George Charamba this week in the, in the standard. Another um, nasty attack as well. <laughs> and, yeah, another nasty attack, and he had uh, all sorts of things to. Um, about the, and this comes from the from the primaries. 
yeah, it comes from the primaries, and he says that uh, Charamba is in a relationship with Baby Skumbo, and they want me out, and all sorts of things. And I don't know why he's gone this way because it's it doesn't help ZANU-PF in any way. This does not at all help ZANU-PF, but obviously Pane Pahakatsika because you know he's he's managed to survive you know this long. Um, I'd have called him if I were them because he's he's a problem, or at least gagged him. He's not allowed to talk to the media, he's not allowed to do anything. Where's Chinamasa? What's happening with Chinamasa? Chinamasa's been very quiet. But at the problem with Mkupe is the amount of coverage he gets, it, it translates. I mean, this goes international, okay? And Yeah, like that Chamisa thing was worldwide. Yeah, um, you know, and this is the whole issue of them wanting to have a free and fair election. And they've been, they've worked quite hard to get the international community on board. I mean, yesterday or the day before, you know, they signed a, a, an MOU with uh, the European Union to bring observers to the country. And this is the first time they've been in the country for close to 20 years, um, since 2003, I think. Yeah. So 15 years. So they, the, the work that the government is doing, in part, is being held back by, by people like Mukupe. And... On the ground, it might not be a problem in terms of their electorate and their base. But the perception that it gives outside, especially when Zimbabweans, the online community, you know, they tweet and they add Katriona Lang and they add all these news agencies and they add um, Philippe Van Damme of the, from the EU. And they, you know, they have... They force them to make statements have, online. Yeah. Reuters will write about it and Bloomberg will write about it. And these things get picked up. So if they're not managing that aspect of, you know, what's happening there, then they're going to face some very tough questions later on. And it wasn't just Mukupe. Um, who else was it? Someone else said something. There was a report as well. Oh, um, just uh, Hungwe. It was Josiah Hungwe as well who said something, uh, you know, related to the army and the army uh, not, um, you know, relinquishing power to... to to, to Chamisa if he wins, or to any opposition if the opposition wins. I think this is something that they're going to seriously have to come out and nip in the bud. They're going to have to gag Mukupe. They're going to have to have um, PV Sbanda come out and say, listen, we are not a part of this. Free and fair elections, whatever happens, happens. Um, and we are prepared to salute whoever comes in. I think that's a very important thing because in the past, the army have said we would not salute Changirai. And that, you know, that was before the 2008 election. And that literally, you know, led us to a situation that we are in today. Um, and they were involved in rigging the election for Mugabe. So I think it would be a massive, massive, massive um, show if the army has, holds this press conference and says, let the civilian process play out, especially also because they were involved in the coup. And so it's it really makes the waters very muddy right now. And until there is some sort of show um, and a statement about it that people can, you know, at least refer back to and say, oh, but you said, this is what you said, we can quote you on this, then it's going to, it's we're not going to go into this election with, or it's going to dampen the confidence of how free and fair this election is going to be. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but anyway, he's a, he's a loon, and 
Pani I strong. And you know the whole this whole time I assumed that he was part of 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 G forty. But I think that's the the because he was brought in by Savior, your Savior's guy. So I assume Pani Pani something. His wife also apparently is 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 the daughter of someone someone high up. But I mean these are now all uh speculations and rumors. I wonder. I wonder. Who, I wonder who is Nanga is. <laughs> should we start a that list? Must, should we start a list? Uh, <laughs> a that, guy paid, that guy must be paid, getting paid real money. <laughs> real money. I hope you are dizzy. Remember, thing. But um, <laughs> talking for another uh, party that right now must also have been consulting their. Uh, but but who MDC? Tinema profit. Tinema profit. Ajit. Oh, you, you only deal in 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 in, in anointed, anointed when in anointing anointing and anointed words, cause God is in it. Hashtag giraffe anointings. Giraffe anointings. Alice in Wonderland anointings. Ah, wow. Yeah. So, uh, ah, before we get to that, uh, quickly, quickly, uh, NPF, there was a leaking of a video. Um, Prof's been tweeting. Hey, Prof tweets up on mine. Am I Ah, you know, tweets. how can you even... He's got nothing better to do. That's true, man. Like, No, it's, but it's legit, did you quite... see... Sorry, go ahead. No, like, it's actually just because he marks, you know. You can see could he really he really wants to be a teacher again. Like, I really wish he could, you know, just go back to a classroom. Because he, he, he screenshots these newspaper articles or when he's doing threads. And then he underlines them in red. red. And he... <laughs> And then he adds to my little commentary for side, and you know it's 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 really like he's he's marking a, a an assignment or something. Shame, poor guy. Uh, um, but yeah, so I I didn't see the video, but I saw you know um, Joao um, writing something about a leaked audio where and, they were accusing jealousy of stealing money. Yeah, so it's a video, and I assume they must have just had lunch or something. So it's a prof and and, and Joao in Kenya. Um, mm-hmm. You can tell because of the number plates on the cars, and they're taking a walk as as two grown men do um, <laughs> together, um, and they're just having a, a chat. And um, yeah, they are speaking of how. Um, Ambrose Mutinili can't be trusted with money, and how also jealousy has also spent money for t- for shirts and the f- and they haven't arrived. I mean, just gossipy, gossipy things, and they they're basically saying, yeah, jealousy would never be trusted by Muchembere, um, because if she if they give you Marid Ishomashoma and Vukaijga, Muchembere is never gonna trust you. Um, Prof was at pains to. To explain that Muchimbere is uh, the name that they use between themselves um, as a as a monkey or as a nickname, but I mean, look, you're free to make your own conclusions. Um, Joao obviously then came out and apologized to NPF and Jealousy, saying that conversation was meant wasn't meant for public consumption, and it was something that would have just been said between two people and my jokes, basically. So the question is, why was it leaked? Because it's it's. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever tried to host a live video. It's quite an effort because you have to you have to press a number of times to confirm that you want to go live, um, 
and then the way the phone was situated in in the pocket was such that it was actually showing everything that was going on as opposed to if it was more in your pants i mean generally i don't know how people carry their phones but it's, it seems a very unusual point so for your phone to be in your in your breast pocket uh, providing a bird's eye view of of your environment as well as a crystal clear clear audio of the person you're talking to um uh yeah it it, it, it seemed it seemed calculated and it was done on purpose but i don't understand why and you, you you don't you can't understand the habits of the professor but uh, or the actions of the professor but that was deliberate there's no way there's no way uh, oh, boys, a leak I'm like born. A leak. no you know what i actually think that there's you know there's a move against it and it might be a move against you know people within the npf as well so these guys are are on the outside and they have to find a way back in first and foremost, but they also have to find a way to control this entity that they've created. And if you're saying that Ambrose is not good with money and that jealousy is a liability, then you remove them, right? This is this this is part of your ploy to to remove them and and mm-hmm. and and in and and place in whoever you feel that you know you can control. Perhaps they're at the point where they feel that they can't control jealousy and Ambrose anymore. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, seeing as it's all speculation, maybe yeah. they've engineered a fallout with Xavier while he gets back in the country and then undermine Ambrose. And then Xavier is faced with that, oh, you know, but the people wanted me to. I didn't want to do it, but the people wanted me to. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It actually, it's, you know. Look, if anyone, I don't know if it's been deleted, but it's, it's already available on YouTube. Um, on the Neander radio page, uh, go and oh, have go a look. check it out. I haven't seen it's, it. It's, yeah. it's there's nothing even shocking or 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 no revelations at all. But it's just good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. MDC is having its primaries, but uh, before they, they, they do that, they still have court cases open as to who is the true MDC, who is the true MDC, MDC, MDC. Um, and last week, I think it was, that they went to court and yeah. there was an incident outside the court. I think the court, um, so the Supreme Court, I think it was said that this is a matter that should be dealt with in the High Court. Yeah, so it's, um, justice, justice. This is better had misdirected himself and the, the matters should be heard at trial. Uh, basically, they said it needs to be sorted out who is the legitimate ones and it's not one of those things that can be dismissed. Um, not really a win, um, but nonetheless, that doesn't stop um, my fellow comrades in the terrorist camp from claiming it as a win. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then outside, there were protesters I don't know if you can even call them protesters. They were hecklers um, who began to abuse um, Michael P and Linda as 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 Mahure, um, chanting at them as they as they walked out of the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, infantile 
childish and, and makes the party look bad. And I don't understand who organizes these people and who allows these things to happen, these things to happen. And and it's exactly that, a lack of leadership, because, you, you know, then the argument is always, oh, those aren't true MDC comrades and everything like that. But if you've ever been to... Uh, if you've ever been to support Chero, support your Boraga, but you know, I manage a crowd, and the fact that there's not a single leader there, and uh, especially seeing as 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 Joanne Mau, jo, Comrade Joanne Mumbe was there, the the lady who's looking to win the Harare East primary, um, she was she was there, part of the crowd. She says she was Harare West, Harare West, yeah. She was there, part of the crowd. She wasn't chanting. Fair enough. I'm not going to accuse her of chanting. I'm going to say, as a leader in the party and as a prospective leader in the party, you should have been able to stand up and say, no, comrades, this is wrong. Mm. Because there's pictures of her there. So maybe you weren't chanting. Cool. But you want to be a member of parliament. So surely you should have been able to stand in front of that crowd and say, no, no, comrades, let's not do this. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I think, so I, I think, you know, we have a, we have a huge problem as as a nation and within political parties. And one of the things that I'll criticize the MDC for is not taking ownership of a lot of issues, um, you know, within that, that they have and that they're dealing with. So the violence is one of them, for example. We all know, we all know that ZANU-PF has been a violent party, right? That is, we, we can't, um, we're not going to, hide that under a bush or anything. But the MDC also has a violence problem and it's manifested in different ways over the years, right? You know, people like Trudy Stevenson can tell you about it as well. Um, my good friend who is now a a a, uh, a, a, a Chamisa supporter, Mark Katsaura, can also tell you about the violence within the MDC. And now, you know, this Coupe incident, the Coupe incident, if we go... Mark, Mark will, one day he will tell you the, the, the story. You can actually ask him. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, um, what what was I going to say? Yeah, so the coupe incidents, you know, there's there's multiple ones. And I remember, I'm not sure which interview it was. Um, I, th- I'm, I, I have to find it. But Chamisa then says, oh, these were ZANU-PF people who infiltrated. And I don't think that's the right narrative to go to. Because you are you are pushing the issue aside. You're saying, this can never be us, so it must be someone else. But you're not realizing that you have a problem within your own camp. Um, and it's one of those where you can't deny that you have this, that you have bad elements within your people. Um, and you might not want it to be your people. It might not even be things that you stand for. Or you might want them to be your people, but not things that you want your people to do. But unless you address the issue, and unless you take charge and say, this is not who we are, then you're going to keep getting a situation where whenever it happens, you brush it off and you blame someone else. You shift the blame, but you never deal with it internally. And when people ask you, well, what what steps have you taken internally to deal with it? I haven't seen anything. I mean, I've heard that, oh, we are going to disciplinary committees and those that you know will be uh, removed from the party but i i don't know maybe you know more because you know you of your connections there 
but has is there a clear example of people that have been thrown out or how this violence has been dealt with within the party i mean uh, charlton when they uh shakespeare mcgoy all these guys have been suspended yeah. by the party before um yeah. and then upon a disciplinary hearing they they served their suspensions six months three months and then they came back um yeah. so to to answer your question in short no um there's been nothing that has convincingly been done about comments that have been identified as violent in in the party and it's a it's a problem it's a serious problem it's a serious problem and it's one that i i'm i'm i get the feeling it's it's one that is is it's going to take real leadership to for it to be fixed uh, there's no appetite to attack it just before an election as it were um, mm-hmm. and and that's completely wrong in my opinion and also it's it shows ka culture ke ke you know that was sort of built before and when you take over a superstructure that has these tendencies you either fall in line or you, you know you basically have to be the one that controls these elements or these elements will be turned against you I mean, it's yeah. I, I, I. This goes across the board. I think it's a national problem that we're dealing with here, because I don't think any political party is, you know, is immune to this issue. And I think it can it can arise, and it can arise in so many different situations. We've seen it in a football setting as well. Um, matches between Dynamos and Highlanders have turned violent, um, for you know, for whatever the reasons m- might be. So it's not one that is restricted to ZANU-PF or restricted to the MDC. I mean, we have we have a gender-based based violence, um, you know, issue as well to deal with. So what's it's, what's it's, not it's, okay it's also, is that whenever we speak of MDC violence, uh, we're always reminded of how violent ZANU-PF is. And yes. for me, it's look. There's a time and place to speak about that, but if you're a leader and if you truly want the best for the country and particularly for your party, you 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 can say, yeah, we have, we need to sort that out. It doesn't need to be a situation where you say, ah, look, we're not as violent as Zanu, or I, how can someone from Zanu co- tell me I'm violent when you've killed people? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Google Undi? <laughs> That's you know that's that's completely it. I think it's one of those where you this shifting blame or this whataboutism needs to go. Yes, we acknowledge all those things, but if you're not going to deal with the issues within your own camp, I, can we honestly trust you to deal with the issues at a national level or you know beyond beyond your own beyond beyond your own space? If you are to come into government, how do you then? deal with these issues if you're not going to take a decisive action right now how do we know what building blocks or what you stand for what frames that you're going to you know put into into our space and i think this is one of the things that they're going to have to tackle i don't know if you know as you said before the it would be best if they dealt with it now but you know they're dealing with primaries perhaps 
So maybe the primaries not, themselves, of which, of, which, of which the primaries have been said to be violent as well. Yeah, I mean, I've I've read, I've been really trying to follow it, and I I've got no real results to give everyone. Um, so apologies for anyone that's expecting any any actual outcomes from that. Um, I definitely have heard reports of 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 violence, but it's it's one of those things that's somewhere in between. It's not as widespread as the Herald would have you believe, and it's not as rosy as Newsday would have you believe. Um, I think the, the the main battlefield right now has been Kuwazana, and funnily enough, it's got Shelton Wende and Shakespeare Mkwe, uh going against each other in that constituency, and. So- that gives uh, just, you just, <laughs> just um you know uh, balance me this on on the issue of MDC primaries because I'm quite I'm I'm a bit confused. So my uh, understanding was that it was going to be a how does the consensus work and how does the prime how do you go from we are going to decide on consensus to we are going to decide on primaries. And I ask this because there are um, some senior MDC individuals who've come out and said, well, this, you know, this process isn't, um, you know, right. Jessima Jome pulled out. She says, listen, um, I can't be challenged or I I shouldn't be challenged or whatever, however she phrased it. And she pulled out. Um, Elias Mutsuri, who is a vice president of the MDC, also came out and said, I shouldn't be challenged because I'm, I'm a vice president of the party. Um, I understand that James Mardadi is also someone who is who lost his primary um, election. Yeah. So, so, so now I'm I'm not against the process of democracy. I believe you know each party can follow its own rules and things like that. Uh, I'm not even a member of the MDC, so I shouldn't. I, I I'm not going to comment on what I think should have been done. It is up to the party to decide. But how does it work? So, so uh, the understanding of the consensus um, was that you should have a scenario where for example a strong candidate or a candidate in, 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 a, in a constituency and anyone who wishes to oppose them would come together and agree good yeah no you run here yeah, I'll run there and and basically come to an agreement so that you avoid the need for for a, for a primary election for a primary election okay um, the primary is then called in those constituencies that have not managed to come to those to that to that conclusion and okay. as you can see i mean just 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 going from the list of constituencies a majority actually of mdc seats have actually been decided by consensus uh okay the ones that have had challenges uh and uh, you know have had sticking points, and the the, the same ones that have had issues <coughs> because you obviously you end up with people who two people who believe they're strong candidates running against each other, um, and that's generally when you have that type of clashes when you're going to have some friction. It's not church, <laughs> it's not Sunday school. So there's bound to be some sort of uh, there's going to be a lot of um, of strife, okay. um, do you think? Do, you, do yeah, you think that? Do you think that it's wise to let go of some of the senior members of the party, or do you think that you know some of them should have been protected? Um, I don't believe that anyone should have been protected. 
my simple reasoning for that is primarily as a politician besides serving the people your job is winning election let's be honest so if you can't win a primary after having been a member of parliament for 10 15 20 years then you don't deserve the seat fair enough um like it's as simple as that if you're not good enough in politics to keep your seat then you don't deserve it uh, <laughs> because you've got the power of the incumbency you've got everything mm-hmm. going for you like look at Muzuri Anne Bauer for crying out loud he drives a jag <laughs> if you can't win a primary with those resources behind you then you don't deserve it no fair enough that 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 makes sense um do you know what well, so so Muzuri's agreed to, to Muzuri's going for senate which for which senate, is what's yeah. happening yeah do, do, so Jessima Jome said, um, you know, there were assurances made, and you know, her her excuse was, well, I I was given assurances that I wouldn't be challenged, or you know, senior party officials wouldn't be challenged, and um, what was the other thing, and that, and so she was campaigning elsewhere for the party, and she says, well, you know, and whilst I was campaigning, others were campaigning in my consti- or my opponent was campaigning in my constituency. Um, I, I haven't seen any comment from from Nelson regarding the primary elections. I, um, I don't know if he's There was a comment anything. from Komichi today um, mm-hmm. about primary elections, and he sort of said there's a list of problem constituencies that they're going to sort out. He, he mentioned the fact that um, Mutsuri is going to go for Senate. I didn't see anything about um, Jesse, but uh, basically he said, "Oh, it's all is all is good and all is good." Um, which isn't entirely true. I, I think Nyae, Jesse's argument that they had been told that they would be protected, um, I think it's it's fair enough, uh, but I think that there was then a subsequent change in policies. And once there's a change in policy, you, you sort of do Jiripo. And but if you... but was 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 now now was this a subsequent was this a change in policy that was communicated and, and accepted or was this a subs- uh, a change in policy that was imposed? I think it was it was imposed. It was a presidential change in policy, in the same okay. way that the decision to protect seats was made by the president of the party. So he reversed his decision and and he he communicated the reverse well, of the de- uh, decision in the same way that he had committed, did, did, communicated that decision in the first place. Was was he the first one to would, was he the one to make that decision? Or was that a decision made by the previous? I I I, I think he the decision was made by the previous by the previous um, president, and then when Chamisa came in, he came in with that same assurance and he reaffirmed that people's seats would be protected i mean now now um i i don't know the inner workings it seems to be that that's that's a bit of a problem or that's where problems are in the way decisions are made and taken and you know i think for a party for, for 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 a movement of democratic change um unilateral decisions on certain you know key issues to deal with the political party itself uh, i think there's an irony there yeah but if you if, if a president decides to course correct for democratic purposes i don't see the problem 
It's, I mean, listen, I, 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 that's fine. And I completely agree with, you know, it, it being for democratic purposes <laughs> and openness. I, I, course, see, it's, I, I it's understand, a, it's, it's I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, it's, so, so the thing is, so, so my, I, I'm trying to, to understand the landscape of it, you know. If and I you're, think this, if this you're is, in a position, think, if you're in a position so, where, the organization itself has decided to vest certain powers within an office, including decisions as to how internal elections for primaries will be run, including decisions of how negotiations for alliances and seats would be run, and then that person exercises those powers. I don't see how that's undemocratic. Fair enough. Because the decision to, to vest those powers were in that office were already made before he came. Too much power, man. Too much power vested in one office. Ah, that's all I'll say. Because because what happened was, and it's it's pretty much my understanding is what's led to this whole Mukupe situation is this whole it's not Mukupe, sorry, <laughs> Kupe. Kupe situation. Yeah. Um, there's a picture of the two of them together. Uh, that's floating around on the internet. It's it's really funny. Um, my understanding is that alliance and primary issues were put in the office of the president because they're causing so many divisions. Um, uh, under Changrei's time, uh, Changrei had this idea for a coalition, and Jamisa has decided to run with that same idea. That idea for a coalition was fairly roundly opposed um, by certain sections of the party. Mm-hmm. Those sections have left, um, some of them still remain, but either way, the decision to nego- to put negotiation powers in the president's office and the final say essentially in the president's office for me personally I believe it was, it was a necessary one because that's how coalitions get made you can't make a coalition with a committee I, listen I, I, I don't dispute dispute the issue around the coalition and who should negotiate it. It's the internal democracy of the MDC, which is, which, uh, you know, obviously this is one individual who's complained about it. It's not on um, mass, And so we can take it as it's, it's just a high profile case. And so we can say that the rest of the party goes along with it. And that's, that's completely fair and fine. It's just, you know, no one man should have all that power. Of it's, course, it's, of it, course. It, 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 especially where, you know, you, 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 you think, and this is for all the individuals within it, you think you're going in one direction and then someone wakes up tomorrow and says, well, no, this is what we're going to do. Um, you know, and it, it, so I'm, I'm basing it again off this Jesse Majome situation and off the Mutsuri one as well, where it's, it seemed like it was sprung up on them and not, something that was um, I, communicated it's, it's, I so so I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure what the channels are within the party itself as well but and how this message was communicated within the party so I don't know if we we, we spoke in brief about you know the organization or the administration of the MDC on a day-to-day basis yeah. and I'm wondering I'm wondering if this is one of the inefficiencies or if this is a result of the inefficiency day-to-day administration so, within Chris, the MDC. There's, a, there's two things at play, right? There's two yeah. very important elections that are happening in the next 18 months for the MDC. There's mm-hmm. the 2018 harmonized election. 
and then there's yeah. the 2019 Congress. Yeah. One has to wonder what position will Chamisa be in should he lose resoundingly in this coming election or should he lose this election? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one has to wonder what position other people would be to challenge him at the what? The coming Congress. Yeah. And there are some people um, who wear spectacles and who write constitutions who are much savvier politicians than people give them credit for. Uh-huh. And Hello, Douglas. And historically speaking, the MDC's fissures have been along SG and presidential lines. Mm-hmm. However, this SG... He's been in, quiet, by the way. He was initially against the way a certain person came to power, but then he fell in line. And one has to just wonder, and this is pedestrian opinions and speculations, one has to wonder is what's what's the long game? And I think Douglas is smart enough to realize that he just needs to keep quiet and make it and, and, and see what happens at the Congress. That's very interesting. But and but, he, in but fact then... he doesn't need to do much to, to to if 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 perceived issues like this where if you had the Secretary General on your side working hard to convey these messages which is the job of the sg um then you would you know you would be fine but the thing is so so the question is that, but will he I mean, I mean we're speculating here but will he then have the numbers it's something to see because it seems that chamisa you know is recruiting and he has his people coming in yeah but you're you're forgetting monzora has already beaten chamisa once at a congress that is true that is true. I think we can leave it there. I think we can leave it there and we can, you know, see what, 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 what happens come the future. I think that's also um, an interesting place to leave it for, for the podcast. How long have we been on? Been on? We've been on for an hour. So thank you, guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The next 30 on... days. The next 30 days should be interesting. Um, I know ZANPF is going to be in full, full, full campaign mode. Uh, get ready for it. They're starting... I think they they've started, but now the next thirty days are going to be full force in terms of you know the month of June is where they're going to be strong on their campaign. I don't know what Chamisa has planned. Um, I see the folk at Capi Talk have been conducting. I don't even want to call them debates, <laughs> uh, conversations with 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 political individuals. I know Zuzwai was on. Uh, on yesterday with uh, Paul Mangwana and I'm forgetting see. who the third I individual. I'm forgetting who the third individual was. I, I caught a bit of it. It, I mean, it's going to be the same old, same old. Um, one thing we 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 haven't spoken about much, which we are hoping to do so, and hopefully Upenyu we'll, is going to pull through for us, is the uh, women in politics. Um, yeah, we, we decided that, that two 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 men lecturing you about women uh, would be the height of. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. It just wouldn't work. It just it, it just wouldn't, wouldn't work. So so we'll see we'll see when we can get that to you. Um, but yeah, you know, locked and loaded. Thank you for listening. Uh, in any on my side, I'm I'm good.
all right thank you for listening guys bye